0: And welcome to Habs Unfiltered, episode 158, the post-game recap of game three of the Habs versus the Jets. I'm your host, Blaine Pudva, and I'm joined now by my co-host Treg Wilson.
1: Hey, how's everyone going?
0: And Matt Smith. Good evening. So who the hell would have thought this was gonna happen? The Canadians are holding a three-nothing stranglehold on a second round series. When did we go through the uh, the armoire and enter Narnia?
2: No idea. I'll take it though. No kidding. Maybe that's where my lost sock is, but I will take it.
1: Uh, you know what? Not it's not that they have a strangle is that they've made every game look easy. Like they've yeah. pretty much controlled every game.
2: Yeah, even the one nothing win. Like it was, you know, it was a shorthanded goal that uh, yeah. that won the game, but it was, you know, keep them to the outside and no real high danger chances, mm-hmm. and they pick up a win. Even the Same first game, game,
1: it yeah. was 5-3, but I mean, they never really, it was 3-1 till, you know, every time Winnipeg got close, they just, oh, well, oh, it's 4-2 now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that
0: yeah.
1: was 4-3. Oh, 5-3, and then, but uh, Montreal's just, hey, I'm eating crow when it comes to Dom Ducharme. I think Ducharme's coaching a hell of a playoffs. He has definitely stepped games.
0: his game up in the last six games.
1: So, and Eric Gustafson. When he's in the lineup, the Habs are undefeated when Eric Gustafson's in the lineup. Undefeated!
0: In the playoffs, because the they playoffs. did lose with him in the
1: regular yes. season. Yes, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what yeah. we're yeah. talking about here, Blaine. Yeah. Yeah. The playoffs.
2: <laughs> playoffs? Yeah. It's Got a whole, whole other animal. It's a whole other animal, and so is Eric Gustafson in the playoffs.
1: <laughs> Eric Gustafson. Habs legend.
2: Yeah.
1: If he doesn't win the Conn Smythe, <laughs> then I don't know.
2: If not, they'll put a statue or something in front of them, uh, you know, in front of in front oh, of the hey, Bell Center. Hey, this is Toronto. <laughs> gonna go a Toronto.
1: Toronto's going to go after him in the offseason. Oh, yeah,
2: I'm still waiting for that Kawhi Leonard statue in front of the uh, ACC.
1: <laughs> It'll he happen. He
2: really should put one up, though. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's With, the only only reason they won, and they'll never win another one again. That's
0: true. <laughs> but if they do put up a Kawhi Leonard statue, they need a little button that you can push so you can hear his laugh. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> that would be worth it.
2: It would be, yeah. A little motion I mean, sensor. You get too close to it, it just does the laugh. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And you can mock uh, You can mock his laugh all you want, but uh, dude's got the jewelry to uh, plug his ears. It's very true. But back to hockey and the Canadians. So game three, the, uh, w- we talked about this in our last episode. I expected the Jets to provide a massive pushback. And I pointed out uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois as someone that had to step their game up. And for maybe three shifts total, he did. And the rest of the game, he was he was a non-factor except near the end when he lost his mind, stole Price's stick, cross-checks Kulak in, uh, in the back, and then gets thrown in the box. Like
2: yeah, that's very undisciplined, and they, and they and that's how it was towards the end of the game. And you got to think like this is a team that was down in the uh, in the Edmonton game or one of the Edmonton games, and quickly came back, boom, 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 three quick goals, and ended up winning that game. Yeah, and so this is a team that can score and they can put the puck in the net. And they took two pretty stupid penalties towards the end of the game in like the final 10 minutes. And that was really, you know, the nail in the coffin right there.
0: Well, Pullman also did something dumb that wasn't called. He had the puck with an empty net. And then instead of making a pass or moving it up ice, he waited for Suzuki to come near him. And then he just let go of the puck and tried to throw a hit on Suzuki. Yeah. are completely undisciplined. They've lost their, they lost the bubble. The Canadians are in their heads in this game,
2: absolutely. So, I'll just acknowledge uh, before the game, the Canadians' um uh, opening ceremony it was, you know, it was quite the moment, it re- really was. Um, with the Canadians um, having an open ceremony and a moment of silence for the uh, 215 Indigenous uh, children that were recently uh. Discovered deceased, obviously, of the uh, at the um, Kamloops Indigenous Reg- uh, Residential School. Um, so obviously, our thoughts are with them and their families. Um, they also took the shoes, which I thought was which was pretty uh, symbolic. Put them up in the club level. So 215 pairs of shoes from their uh, their recent drive. Um, and we also saw that uh, we had some Habs royalty in attendance with uh, Guy Lafleur. Ray John wool and, um, if our
0: that's 20 Stanley cups watching you play. Yeah. It's no wonder the Canadians stepped up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they didn't just step up. I thought they dominated that entire game. Yeah. I think this they completely dominated.
2: Might've been their best game of the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> um, price was on point as it usually is. Uh, this is the first time since 1993 they've had a 3-0 lead in the second round in a series. Yep. Uh, the last one was against Buffalo. They ended up sweeping it. And I believe almost every game went to overtime, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Against Buffalo, yeah. I think, if I remember yeah. correctly, three of the four went to four overtime. Four went,
1: yeah. And they were like 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, weird. Um, they're outscoring uh, Winnipeg 11-4 to four in, uh, in the three games. Um yeah, and it, I mean we always talked about this is gonna be a helibuck versus price. Well, right now, Hellebuck's uh, Helibucks allowed nine goals and price is allowed four. So uh in three games. So price now, is to uh, be
0: fair to uh, to Helibuck, to be fair, to be it, fair. Helibuck is not the issue. No, he is done. No,
2: no, no. So he's he's made some big damage. he's made some big saves. Yeah. He's made and, some big saves. And, and I'm not
1: saying he is he is the issue. I mean, in both the last two games like in the one nothing game, that game could have easily been five nothing if it wasn't for heli buck yeah. and this game uh there was a stat that came on uh at some time in the third period i think it was montreal has had 18 uh odd man rushes in this series Four up to that point in that game i don't know if that came out in the f- second or the third but i thought that was an astounding stat like it's sure. Seriously, I mean, too bad. Most of them, Perry and Stall, and you know they
2: still they, though that that they have line, a breakaway that,
1: from the red line. It turns onto a, a three on two for the Jets. But, be, be, uh,
2: but regardless, regardless of who it is, it's it's yeah. still it's still it's still a stat. And you know, let's segue over to that line and how well they've been playing.
1: That line has been the. Well, the Achilles heel of Winnipeg. Not only has it been playing well, but Perry's getting in everybody's head, yeah. especially Hellybuck.
2: Yeah, And like uh, I, oh, I yeah. know and like I know both of Armia's goals were scored shorthanded. Um, but you know, just from that line tonight, you got a three point night for for Armia with two shorthanded goals, an assist um, on the uh, for, with Saul and a goal for Perry. So the Greybeard <laughs> line, the veteran line, whatever the hell you want to call it, the over eighty line, whatever, whatever you want to call it, they are stepping up when it matters most and these are guys that were supposed to be except for armia we're supposed to be really fillers in the lineup and um when push comes to shove well but when push comes to shove when the when when it's when it's time to play like these guys are stepping up and you've got a guy like tatar sitting in the press box
0: well they kind of are the filler they're the fourth line their their role is to go in and play heavy their role is to set up a cycle keep the puck in the offensive zone and wear down Winnipeg's defense. And they're doing that. Yeah. They're also going above and beyond by providing all that extra offense, which is paying off 100%. massively for the yeah. Canadians right now.
2: Yeah. Uh, I know there was a lot of talk about Stahl and how he's been playing and how he was playing going into the playoffs. And uh, you know, is he going to be in the lineup, et cetera, but you know what? The guy is playing hard when it matters most.
1: That line is the only line on the Habs that's really getting a, uh, a cycle in, uh, really getting yep. a, a, a long, uh, good cycle in. Every, I mean, not that the other lines are playing bad. I'm just saying when they get it in, they're in that zone for a good minute and a half, just right. passing the puck around, getting yep. the cycle going, trying to get a scoring chance. No yep. other line, the top three lines are doing that.
2: Yeah, Again, everyone, else is, everyone else is off the rush. Or, off or the out.
1: rush or, or, right. or, or yeah. trying to bang it in in, in front yeah. of the crease, like yeah. the uh, Leckening goal. And there's no, nothing wrong with that. I, there, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But like you said, that's what the fourth line's there for. The fourth line's out there to eat up minutes, to keep it in the zone, eat up the minutes, play the big body, and, and uh, get the uh, Winnipeg Jets off their game. Now, Suzuki's line,
0: I'm, I was impressed by their play tonight as well. That line has <clears throat> stepped up its physicality. Uh, they're winning their board battles. They're not backing down from people even like uh, Logan, Logan Stanley. Uh, Suzuki made a couple of plays where he he attacked the, uh, the defender with the puck, caught it loose, made sure that it got to his winger. he went to the net, he paid a price getting there. nothing came of it, but they've they've continuously done that throughout the uh, throughout this game. And that power play goal was a thing of beauty that uh, Caulfield picking it up down low behind the goal line taking that step out, and then threading a perfect hard pass right onto suzuki's stick
1: i I don't even think suzuki moved a stick i think he just let no he just let it deflect off his stick and in the net it was such a hard crisp pass
0: he just angled his he angled his blade a little bit to put some uh, put some height on it and that's basically a tap-in goal suzuki suzuki's line was great caulfield tonight i was really impressed with his level of play he was he was juking and jiving and creating space and taking shots, making great plays, passing plays, opening up passing lanes. He is—he's uh, played well on defense. I know there's a lot of concern about the—he's you know, not scoring yet. He's not scoring yet, but he's creating so many scoring chances that I'm not concerned. The goals will come.
2: Yeah, and he even acknowledged that he needs to shoot more. And it was definitely brought up that he needs to shoot more. And I think that more stems off of that uh, shorthanded goal that was scored against on Augustus in turnover, but, uh, you know, five shots in the last game, he had six tonight, got an assist. He's, you know, his name's still on the score sheet. And I said, the goals will come in time. And when it does, it's going to be phenomenal.
1: I think Wonderful. it's going to be like Toffoli. Once Defoli scored, the floodgates kind of opened for him. And now He's got yeah. a five-point score. I think Caulfield's going to be the same way. And he had some good looks. A, lot, a couple of shots went off a defenseman's stick. And uh, and uh, you're shooting against Helibuck. Helibuck's one of the best goalies in the league. So, yeah. And Helibuck on a couple of them, had to, he was looking for that hole under his arm or that uh, whatever. Uh, I think he should start, and I think everyone should start, putting the puck more on the ice with Helibuck. I find they were going high a lot. Um, but... Hey, I'm not worried about Caulfield whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I'm not too concerned with them, uh, how they're shooting on, uh, and where they're shooting on Hellebuck. Things are working out pretty well offensively at the moment. So I'm not going to be overly yeah. concerned. The one concern I do have, however, is Jeff Petrie. Uh, watching him jam his hand in that, uh, that opening in the plexiglass. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm worried that maybe he's got a broken finger, broken hand, some, uh, something. Because he he had to leave the game after the second, and without him in the lineup, the defense is starting to look loss. a little bit different.
2: That's a huge loss. Yeah. However, we talked about this a little bit off air. Um, if he's not good to go, or if well, he left the he left after the second.
0: well Yes, we yeah. we agree. It's Willend.
2: <laughs> would you guys? Would you guys put? Would you guys put Romanov in if they if if? if he decides to uh, maybe set this one out with a three nothing series lead.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I w I, I don't think I'd put him. No, I would. I would put him in and he could play on the second line with Sherratt uh, or, or if Sherratt moves up with Weber, Ebenson with Romanov. I have no issue with that or, or Romanov and Sherratt or yeah. Kulak and Ebenson with Sherratt yeah. and Gustafson or sorry romanov and gustafson I so guess. essentially you just shuffle the deck of cards whatever pairings you get you get <laughs> well you'll see chirot with weber and then you'll probably see Edmondson and kulak with romanov and gustafson as the third pairing that's what i think you'll see yeah yeah,
0: yeah. or
1: <clears throat> based
0: on what's been going on he'll probably throw in wellett
1: who knows hey you know what Olette didn't have a bad playoffs last season No, oh.
2: we didn't he led the team in block shots he wasn't a minus player. No, he was more honestly, he was more he was more noticeable and he was a better defenseman than Mete was. So,
1: I'm not saying anything about Mete. I don't want the Tiger team coming after me. <laughs> Mete is the greatest Montreal Canadian defenseman that ever played.
0: Waver. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: yeah, no, I would definitely put in I would definitely put Romanov in if, and and rest Petrie, but who knows who knows what's going to happen. Maybe Maybe his hand or finger isn't broken. They were just yep. doing it because, precautionary. yeah, it's precautionary. Yeah. They had a lead. They're, you know, they figured, okay, well, we might be up three nothing. Let's just play with five D. See what yep. happens.
1: Yeah, and if it's just a pinky or something like that, he can play with a he can play with a broken pinky.
0: It does make a difference, though, with your passes sure, and your shots. But... just look at just look at Weber's shot. He was if... missing the net constantly.
1: If Thomas Sandstrom can play with a broken leg in the 1993 Stanley Cup finals, Jeff Petrie can play with a pink broken pinky in the second round.
0: I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying if he does, there will be an impact.
1: Sure. But sure.
2: So we've talked a little bit about forwards. We've talked about Petrie, carry price again tonight. If it wouldn't have been for a high stick to Byron and a high hit, that, in my opinion, should have been called, especially since he was cut.
0: Okay, Homer.
2: Um, you know, you never know. If Price going to come out of this one with a shot, with another shutout.
1: Maybe. Hey, yeah. I mean, I think there was a comedy of errors there. There's the penalty that wasn't called. Kulek left his man. Anderson didn't cover the man that Kulek left. But but blah, 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 even blah, blah. that even yeah, that yeah,
2: call yeah. even that call or that non call that would have been interesting because it wasn't the high hit that led to that led to uh the cut and it wasn't a follow-through because there wasn't there what the puck wasn't close to them it was like a hit and then his stick came down and hit him so even if the cut was there his helmet had already come off would that have still been a four minute penalty? like you know what i mean
1: uh anytime you drop on a ball
2: stick it's a four minute penalty yeah, but it's no? kind of but it's kind of gray area because it would have hit his helmet
1: It's still a high stick. I agree.
0: I agree that, you know, a high stick is a high stick. Yeah. But they didn't call it, and it ended up being a perfect pass from Perot for Lowry to tap that sucker right in. It was a perfect pass with a great shot, and it took a perfect play to beat Carey Price. That's right. And
2: what I was happy about is the Canadians didn't be like, they didn't just fall back, and they're like, oh, we got scoring on you know, what is me, you know, we just going to sit back and play defense the rest of the game.
1: But they haven't done that since uh, game six in the Toronto series. Nope. I found they, they, they you know, uh, they fought, they fought. I found in last night's game or the other night, the other game, the one nothing win, I found they got the lead and they kind of, all right, we have the lead now. Let's You know, but they did it well because they clogged everything up. They didn't let them pass the neutrals like we talked about. And I found this game, they did the same thing, but they did attack more. I found they did keep their foot on the gas and they did try to attack more instead of staying staying back so much. Um, Yeah, and they were getting a lot of
0: bodies towards the net. Just look at Lekkonen's goal. Three bodies within two feet of Hellebuck. Yep.
1: And and it's like they were saying. I think with Craig Simpson said, "This is the kind of goals that Winnipeg wants to be scoring on Carey Price because you're not going to yeah. score, uh, especially with them again. Second game in the row where it's like Moses parting the sea in front of Price for every shot. Yeah, uh, Evanston, Sherrod, Weber, Petrie until they got hurt were just like, yeah. oh, you're going to go to the front of that? No, you're not. Yeah.
2: And the thing is, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's it's not like it's not like they like it. It 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 showed a few times." When you've got Dano in front of that or Leckanen, or Gallagher, and or any of these players, these aren't overly big players. You've got the Jets, where you've got guys like um, like Cop Lowry. You've got um, uh, Blake Wheeler. Like these aren't slouches, mm-hmm. and they're easily being able to push them out of the way. And when Price can see a puck, he's going to usually stop it.
1: I find, though, with Gallagher, guy like Gallagher, is he, he kind of uses his size to his advantage in front of the net because he gets down low, yeah. which makes he's, it harder for yeah. that big defenseman to move him because he's basically pushing down on him and not pushing away on That's him. That's right. Whereas Copping and them, they're just standing there. Yeah. And Weber and Sherrod are just like, all right, yeah. I'm and, just going to move you. Yeah. And they're not – I don't find Winnipeg's really fighting back in front of the net. They're not fighting no. for their position. No. And that's no, what's making not. it easy for no. the Canadians to push them out.
2: Yeah, they look very they look very disorganized. It's really, it's a one and out. We saw uh, Ehlers uh, hit a crossbar tonight. We saw um, Wheeler who, you know what? He faked out Price, and that was a hell of a fake. But again, off the crossbar. He thought he Yeah, the crossbar faked him <laughs> out. Yeah.
0: Crossbar faked him out. Hey, you got a goal. And the referee's like, yeah, think again, bro.
2: Right, but it's really... For the Jets, it's really a 1-0. and eight. And there weren't a lot of scrums until the third period. When the well, yeah, the when, Jets lost the ball. When they really got unhinged, yeah.
1: Jets pulled a mark Shifley and lost their edge and uh, got frustrated. And I don't say that as a joke. That's exactly what happened to Shifley in game one.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Dubois. Uh, I think Dubois, from what I've seen in tonight's game – you said he had two or three shifts. I don't remember those shifts, to be honest with you. The, the, they, uh, were early. they were early in the uh Because I don't remember until he cross-checked Byron in the back. I don't yeah. remember hearing Dubois' name. But,
2: but like, this is not the Dubois that we saw, say, in the Leaf series. Where he, he was, playing. yeah, when he was just just motoring and, like, yeah. using his body and, and getting shots on goal and everything. Like, he was, honestly, he was pretty invisible tonight. And and even though he was back tonight, he was pretty invisible, too. Like the, only, th- the only guys that were really, say, dangerous tonight on the offensive side were Ehlers and Wheeler. I, well, thought, all the I Jets, thought Lowry was pretty dangerous tonight.
0: Yeah, I, thought- I mean, for the most part, uh, Ehlers, Lowry, but the remainder of the lineup, I mean, Hellebuck as well, but the remainder that- of the lineup, uh, they've. it seems like they've just kind of quit or given up. They they don't have that, that edge to their game that they had in the first round. They don't have the confidence in their game that they had in the first round. The Canadians and probably Carey Price have gotten into their heads. Uh, Corey Perry chirping them nonstop. Uh, it happened again where Perot missed the start of a faceoff because of Perry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the the Canadians are they've got uh, they've gotten Winnipeg off balance and Winnipeg hasn't been able to find its way to get that foot back down on the floor to get their balance back. Uh, and the Canadians are just, they're keeping them just slightly off balance, just enough to keep their heads out of the game while, while the Canadians kind of just walk through these first three games.
2: Yeah, and I know plus minus isn't everything, but I just took a really quick look at the stats. Obviously, uh, Dubois was in the, in the box once. Um, he was a minus one tonight. And Wheeler and Connor both minus four each.
0: Their power play should be a minus two as well.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: well, good art. Good Yeah. That's probably why they're minus because yeah. they're, uh, because of the, uh, shorthand uh, goal. Shorthand goal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dubois last year with Columbus was a point per game player in the playoffs. He had 10 yeah. points in 10 games. And yeah. He only has three in six games this this so he far. a uh,
0: penalty minute per game player.
1: Yeah. Well, he'll be point. three and seven games in the, yep. after after this. But,
0: uh, no, it, I, it's I, it's pretty obvious the Canadians are out, outclassing classing them on on the ice. It, I know I know that other outside of this division, outside of the Canadians and Winnipeg uh, media, people are looking in saying this is the worst series in the, of the bunch and whatever this it's happening and the these jets eliminated the oilers in four straight and now they're down 0-3 to the canadians it's not the same hockey team i nope. can't i can't accept that this is the same team that swept the oilers
2: no nope. and you can't just say that it's because shifley's out no right one player goes down like yeah shifley is a hell of a hockey player and you know he's their number one center. However, they do have depth. They they they've shown it in the past. They they've got, they've got depth. They play hard. You know there's there's you know losing losing to Mello definitely didn't help them.
1: Well, they lost to mellow Stassi didn't play the first two games, and I still think Stassi's hurt to be honest. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. They lost to Mello. Their defense yeah. is already. I think that was the big surprise about we'll beating Edmonton because Edmonton had Dry sidle and uh mcdavid and mcdavid
2: uh, darnell nurse etc etc cetera, yeah. et cetera, et
1: cetera, tyson berry and you look at them guys and you're like well there's no way that this weak defense is going to keep these guys in check and really if you think about it all the two all the odd man rushes they're giving montreal how did edmonton not yeah. get those With The like, speed
2: they have yeah. like, don't
1: get me wrong i never watched a lot of the edmonton winnipeg series of I'm being honest but Man. Like
0: I did watch, I did watch quite a bit of it. I watched three full games of the four. And I watched parts of the fourth one. Like when the uh the Jets were down four-one. I watched from that point on. I got to watch that comeback. The Jets I, I don't know. They they just had their, their defense, the gaps between the four the D were tighter in that series. In this one, there's wider gaps, and the Canadians are taking advantage of that by putting Pucks into that little in that soft zone in between, and picking up speed as they go, and they're not attacking in straight lines. They're attacking going east-west versus north-south. That's throwing off their defensive their defensive coverage. They they can't keep their tight gap because they're not playing man-to-man. They're playing zone defense, which is really odd because most most teams do man-to-man. You you switch to a man zone style defense in your own zone but outside of that it's usually just man-to-man but they're not doing that so this east west thing is throwing off their defensive coverage the
1: jets have not adjusted to anything the canadians no they haven't they're playing the exact same game they played in game one as they are in game three and it's not working then it wasn't working and the habs are uh benefiting because of it
0: yeah, and the Canadians have got a winning formula right now against the Jets. And so why change that?
1: Do the Jets go with Broussard tomorrow to see if they could shake things up? Oh, God, no. No, I don't think
0: so. <laughs> but do the Canadians play Price? Do they put Allen in this? Yes.
1: I would say yes. Yeah. Play yeah. Price. It's the playoffs.
2: Play Price. Get the series over with.
0: Yep. It's got to be asked. Obviously, they're going to go with Price. But
2: yep. it's gotta you know, be what? You know we, we We talked about Allen a lot this year you know hats off to him for getting them to where they are he he carried the load through he he really did to get them he's where the they are and good for him
0: but he's the backup
2: that's very true but like i said yeah. good for him for getting yeah. them to the playoffs
0: oh yeah totally yeah, yeah. but he is the backup and yeah. price is a starter and right. you don't
2: then with how really he's twist. playing don't shut him down even I wonder if it how many people to out there want price to uh uh
1: Void is no move clause now.
2: <laughs> Seattle, Seattle
1: does. <laughs> but uh, uh, you saw Eddie Lack's tweet, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not wrong. But uh, yeah. um, I'm wondering if Tatar gets in, and maybe Perry or Stahl get arrested. That, that's what I'm running. Like, do they? Do they take uh, maybe up three games? And does Tatar get in, and someone get arrested, or do personally I stay the exact same yeah. lineup? Yep. Yeah. Romanoff comes in if Petrie's out yep. uh, or Everything, maybe. Yeah.
0: It depends on how they're feeling the next, like tomorrow morning, how are yep. Like as we record, it's immediately after the game. So how do these guys feel the following day
1: yep.
0: before yep. the game? Do they feel a little sore? If a couple of them are, yeah. And yeah, switch them out. You want to, you want to end the series at home. You want to get it done. Yep. So you get, you give the, the couple of guys, you let them sit. You bring in some fresh legs.
2: Yeah, you got to think how yeah. loud that arena is going to be.
0: Oh, know, that in, place was nuts. Up, in this up game. three
2: and oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Singing Ole for the last five freaking minutes.
2: No. does not. It does not seem like there's only 2,500 people there. That's for sure.
0: 2,500 oh, will seem like 25,000. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. I love. I
2: love that the Canadians tweeted that time. <laughs> yes, I swear to God. love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thomas Tata, <laughs> Thomas Tata will make twenty five hundred sound like twenty five thousand. I swear to God,
2: those, those guys need to come together. Oh yeah, be like a mashup.
0: <laughs> Actually, it's the same guy. He just has a pandemic. He couldn't get a haircut. <laughs> a pan- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so <laughs> the Canadians hold that three nothing lead. They play again t- uh, tomorrow, as we record. It's still. June sixth, uh, <clears throat> game four tomorrow at the Bell Center. There's going to be some brooms in the building.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's so, over tomorrow. I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'm gonna.
0: The way the Jets are playing, they there's there's they don't have anything. They gotta if they don't show up and show show the Canadians some pushback, which they have not shown whatsoever so far this this series. They're done. They haven't shown any any desire to win, no killer instinct. No, they've been completely and utterly just, the Canadians have just been a wet blanket on top of them.
1: Well, the reason they don't have the killer instinct is because in their little sign, they kill second and they don't attack (laughs) until after they kill. So they're trying to figure out how to kill them before they put their attack on. That's that's the problem. So if anyone's
0: wondering, it's there, the Winnipeg Jets have their sign that says hunt, kill, attack. And if anybody has ever done any hunting or served at all in the military, you don't kill before you attack. Because if you if you hunt and then kill, what's the point of attacking?
1: That is the dumbest sign.
0: It's the dumbest sign I've ever seen.
1: So they're still trying to figure out the kill. They've done the hunt. (laughs) Now they're just trying to figure out the kill because they're like, well, we can't attack until we kill.
0: (laughs) But but we can't kill unless we attack. Oh, my God.
2: They're all confused. That's why You see them in front of a you see them in front of a whiteboard or something and just making markers. And there's like
1: that's <sighs> why Shyly had the crazy eyes in Game One He goes, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, so he just went right to kill. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. right? <clears throat> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just that GIF of the um, the a Rain Man doing numbers in front of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal.
1: Yeah, uh, but it anyway. is. So
0: yeah, unless unless the Jets show up and actually actually provide a meaningful pushback with a with a motivated team with a game plan <sighs> i it well this yeah that that's gonna be it
1: i mean i don't i don't get me wrong i won't see, be surprised if the jets win like they're gonna be backs against the wall it's ball you know balls yeah, to the wall, exactly. they gotta go do it i won't be surprised uh, just from what i have in the last three games though do they have it in it do, do they want to It doesn't look tonight. As soon as they went down one nothing, it didn't look like they were interested in playing that game anymore.
0: No, but the the Canadians, holy cow! As soon as they just they got a swagger to them right now. Yeah.
2: They're just not. It's not really cocky. They're just like no. They're having fun. They're they're having fun, and it's and it's all the way it's all the way up and down the lineup.
1: From the net out,
0: they yeah. have a quiet confidence. They have a yeah. they're they're sure of themselves. Yeah. They they walk into a game, not not saying hey how do we win, but yeah. hey we're gonna win. Yeah.
1: And and this goes back to those veterans Perry and Stahl. because from what I'm reading on all the tweets and all that stuff from the reporters and that Perry and Stahl are very vocal on that bench. They're very motivational. They're very, you know. Someone messes up, they're very, hey, hey, let's get back at it next time. Get it out of your mind. And I love that they took that hit from game one and put a pin in it, put it away, we're done. As Shea Weber said, we're done with the hit. We're concentrating on the game, and that's exactly what they're doing, and I love that. I love that about the team. That shows leadership. Everyone said this team lacked leadership in the regular season. No, it didn't. You just didn't see it. So, And now you're seeing it.
0: So I think that pretty much does it for the post game. And I'm going to go to final thoughts. So Matt, do you have any final thoughts?
2: So not about the game. However, have to bring this up because I brought it up in our preview show about team Canada, third period rally, Adam Henrique scores on the power play and Nick Paul assisted by Connor Brown, two Ottawa senators. They, uh, they combined for a three on three goal to win the gold for Canada first team ever to win the gold medal tr- when they lost their first three games so um good on canada congratulations to team canada um Gerard Galan. i'm sure his phone is blowing up now for uh, possible coaching offers good on North him Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> good on him and um and Roberto Lolongo as well the uh, the gm of this team uh, good on you uh, yeah. and
0: go canada so to the rest of the hockey world canada says sorry <laughs> We won. Treg, how about you? Uh,
1: don't forget to use our uh, little codes on Filter20 for Built Bar, 10% off. Uh, uh, what do you call it? That other one. Just a minute. Um, East Coast Lifestyle, 20% off. Uh, and uh, Sink Giant. If you're buying your tickets for tomorrow's night game, you Sink Giant. To get 30, or is that what it is? Seat giant? 35% sea giant. off the fees. 35% off the fees for the tickets. There you go. You can
0: tell who does the hustling for the <laughs> sponsors.
1: Not this guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, sponsors, if you're out there, you can pretty much make treg do
1: anything. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Well, almost anything. <laughs> Except wear pants. I won't wear pants. <laughs> no.
0: And for myself, um, my final thought is I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you for for interacting with us throughout the games, uh, throughout the day, as we interacting with you guys on social media and having you guys listen to us. It's it's a special, It's it, we feel special that you allow us into your lives. So thank you for listening. And remember, if you were talking about it, so were we.